welcome to the Serial Podcast. I am your host for today. Uh, my name is Tegan Schreiber, a student from Tiffin, Iowa, who will be sharing my thoughts on the Adnan Syed case. This will include who I believe is in the right and a bit of who is in the wrong, backed by plenty of evidence, of course. Before I start, the sponsor for today's podcast is John's Ice Cream. Trying to solve a murder, but you're just too hungry? Go get some John's and work it out in no time. Open from 10 to 9 every day, so go enjoy some great food and dessert. So let's do a recap of what we know so far from this case. We've got our names that play a big role in figuring out our evidence and information. Sarah Koenig, the creator of this podcast, and the person we will be receiving most of, if not all, of our information from. Anand Syed, of course, the accused and Heyman Lee's ex-boyfriend. Heyman Lee, the victim of the crime. Jay, Anand's so-called friend that may have helped him in this crime and the main voice of Anand's guiltiness. Mr. S, the man who found Hay's body. He works at their school and has a bad past as well. Christina Gutierrez, Anand's lawyer, who may have thrown the case or made it worse than it could have been. And then we have characters like Asia McLean, Jennifer Pusatang, Misha, Aisha, Kathy, Don, Josh, who all helped with the little details of what happened, giving helpful pieces of information throughout the story to clarify certain events and conversations that may have occurred. Now, I could go on and list a million more names, but so far these people play the biggest part. They are our most valuable pieces of information, but sometimes valuable can be confusing, and at some points, these different point of views clash and don't add up, which makes this story so hard to figure out. But so far from the information we have gathered, I can confidently say that I believe Adnan Syed is innocent for the murder of Heyman Lee. Throughout listening and studying this podcast, many pieces of evidence have been provided to where the story that has been given about how Adnan supposedly killed Hay is just impossible. It is so interesting because it seems as though the criminal justice system was so far on the wrong side of this case, and it seems they barely even use any information or reasoning to prove why they are. Let's round up some pieces of evidence to prove Adnan's innocence. Number one, the Asia McLean letters. Asia McLean was also a student at Woodlawn High School, an acquaintance of Adnan. On the day of Hay's murder, she and Anand talked in the library at the same time Anand should have not been at school and later going with Hay to kill her. In her letters and also her affidavit, she voluntarily states that she was with Anand, giving him an alibi. And this isn't just a, oh, I think, I'm pretty sure. No, she remembers and knows exactly that she was talking to him at this time. This gives us a good start, sticking him with an alibi already and a pretty good one, I'd say. Now, this is a bit of a handful to look through, and there is a quite a good amount of evidence that is also very confusing and concerning facts. Number two, Mr. S. Mr. S is a worker at Woodlawn High School who was on his way home to grab a tool and ended up stopping in Lincoln Park to use the bathroom in the woods. While doing his business, he discovered Hay's body. Now, there's a lot of confusing parts to this. One, he went a ways into the woods, into a very specific spot to even have to find the rough location of Hay's body. The path he said he took to go isn't really where he went from what was found. Her body was barely even noticeable. 
For him to have seen it, he would have had to be looking pretty hard, almost searching for something already. Also found around her body were bottles of alcohol he drinks. He was an avid drinker and also a streaker. Mr. S. had a bad past with the law, getting in trouble for streaking and flashing an officer not long before this incident, which doesn't put him in a great place for being a normal guy. I don't think any of this was a coincidence. How he found her in the exact place of rest and seems he found it very easily, it's just insane. Number 3. The Root Adnan would have had around a 20-minute window to go with Hay to Best Buy, kill her, and somehow hide her body and get back to school for track practice. So, Sarah and Dana test this drive out. They drive all around, timing how long it takes. Just to get out of the school parking lot was hard, with all the buses and people holding up traffic. They go to the golf course for the 321 Nisha call, Best Buy, and back to the beginning at school. Adnan would have had about three minutes to kill her, and then also drag her body in a parking lot in broad daylight. Now, this doesn't add up with Jay's story at all and seems to be virtually impossible as Anon would have had to execute this drive perfectly and cautiously, which doesn't seem right. Also, we know from the coach and some of his teammates that there's a very low possibility that Anon would have been late to practice, so there's no workroom there. Number four, Jay. This is probably pretty biased, but throughout this whole process, Jay has been very sketchy. His story changes multiple times, along with him lying and his view just not adding up to what actually happened. He lies about a number of things, which makes him look very suspicious if he can't keep up one good story. One, he told Jen he didn't help hide the body, but told the cops he did. He was also very cautious about wiping away evidence, keeping everything clean, and Adnan even used Jay's shovel to bury hay. Why would Jay even have a shovel already? Did they go back to Jay's to get it, or did he magically have it already? This is what I gather from the information I've been given. The day Hay was killed, Adnan wanted to take Jay to get his girlfriend a birthday present. Adnan and Stephanie, Jay's girlfriend, were pretty close, and Sarah states that Jay would do anything for Stephanie, very protective and jealous. So, if somehow Jay got Hay alone, it wouldn't be the biggest shock to me if he was the one that committed the crime. I know this is a huge claim, but I would need a lot of evidence to thoroughly prove it. But this is my assumption. As I said, that's a pretty big reach, but it's my best guess. There's absolutely no way Jay is completely innocent with the information we've been given about him in the case, with his constant lying and with Adnan helping him with her body. Number five, inequalities. Let's be honest, if Adnan was white, this would have been different. He was a great student and athlete, very nice kid, nobody had anything bad to say about him. If he was a white teen boy who went to church instead of the mosque, this would have been different. There's such a stereotype around the Muslim culture, and it makes accusing him a lot easier for people who follow that stereotype. This is a smaller component of the case, but it is one that matters. We've seen it before, typical white boy does a crime and gets away with it, but the other race doesn't. That's just something to think about when looking at the outcome. Lastly, I just have some other random pieces of information and inconsistencies that help the case of Anon being innocent. The cops and forensics department never looked into half of the good evidence presented. They didn't test any theories like testing the route taken before he would have had to kill Hay. The call logs were barely dipped into. A lot of evidence wasn't tested from around the area where Hay's body was dumped. Things like that could have made a big impact on the outcome. They were never looked into, which is an issue. Also, Jay got help finding a lawyer, which is very strange and not common at all. 
It is weird, and Anon definitely did not have that. We have also found that there's no cell phones at Best Buy, so where could Anon have called Jay to come get him? That just doesn't make sense. Number four, Jay. This is probably pretty biased, but throughout this whole process, Jay has been very sketchy. His story changes multiple times, along with him lying and his view just not adding up to what actually happened. He lies about a number of things, which makes him look very suspicious if he can't keep up one good story. One, he told Jen he didn't help hide the body, but told the cops he did. He was also very cautious about wiping away evidence, keeping everything clean, and Adnan even used Jay's shovel to bury hay. Why would Jay even have a shovel already? Did they go back to Jay's to get it, or did he magically have it already? This is what I gathered from the information I've been given. The day Hay was killed, Adnan wanted to take Jay to get his girlfriend a birthday present. Adnan and Stephanie, Jay's girlfriend, were pretty close, and Sarah states that Jay would do anything for Stephanie, very protective and jealous. So, if somehow Jay got Hay alone, it wouldn't be the biggest shock to me if he was the one that committed the crime. I know this is a huge claim, but I would need a lot of evidence to thoroughly prove it. But this is my assumption. As I said, that's a pretty big reach, but it's my best guess. There's absolutely no way Jay is completely innocent with the information we've been given about him in the case, with his constant lying and with Adnan helping him with her body. Number five, inequalities. Let's be honest, if Adnan was white, this would have been different. He was a great student and athlete, very nice kid, nobody had anything bad to say about him. If he was a white teen boy who went to church instead of the mosque, this would have been different. There's such a stereotype around the Muslim culture, and it makes accusing him a lot easier for people who follow that stereotype. This is a smaller component of the case, but it is one that matters. We've seen it before, typical white boy does a crime and gets away with it, but the other race doesn't. That's just something to think about when looking at the outcome. Lastly, I just have some other random pieces of information and inconsistencies that help the case of Adnan being innocent. The cops and forensics department never looked into half of the good evidence presented. They didn't test any theories like testing the route taken before he would have had to kill Hay. The call logs were barely dipped into. A lot of evidence wasn't tested from around the area where Hay's body was dumped. Things like that could have made a big impact on the outcome. They were never looked into, which is an issue. Also, Jay got help finding a lawyer, which is very strange and not common at all. It is weird, and Anon definitely did not have that. We have also found that there's no cell phones at Best Buy, so where could Anon have called Jay to come get him? That just doesn't make sense. <laughs>